So, Johnny, how's yes. it going? It's going good. Uh, this is a little bit of a different episode, because Alexis isn't here. Well, what a tragedy. <laughs> so it's just going to be us, then. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. So, uh, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. What are we talking about today? Uh, so this is part two in uh, bowling. Oh, you don't even know. Cool. Um, we actually had quite a few um, people talk about your episode, and they were very impressed by your bowling skills and your bowling knowledge. Yeah, um, I took a lot of notes. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, can you remind me where we left off in the last episode? I think we were kind of talking about the history of bowling. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Um, we talked about some techniques mm-hmm and uh okay well, part two where uh where we go next all right so we're gonna continue our little path on oil patterns um, oh yeah this is great actually because i don't know anything about oil patterns i didn't know that he was that was even a thing and i i think a lot of other people had questions on that so explain what oil pattern is all right so if you're new to bowling um you might know that the lane is a little bit greasy because yeah. you might think that it is the nature of bowling. Just kind of like the stinky rental shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. It's true in every bowling alley. Yeah. Is that why you have your own <laughs> shoes? So you don't have to put your feet in their stinky rentals? I guess that's why. I should I should probably get some my own shoes too. You should. But um, anyways, back on the oil patterns. Um, uh. There's like a hidden type of oil that uh makes like kind of like the ball like skit instead of like uh roll immediately. Right. Um, and, and this is why if you step onto the bowling lane, you can slip and fall, right? Yeah, like you slip super easily. Yeah. It's, so if you're trying to mess around, it's probably best to go in the gutters instead of <laughs> on the lane itself until you get to like the drier parts. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. Don't, you don't want to get brain damage <laughs> or else you yeah. wouldn't be even listening to this episode. <laughs> so they oil, they put oil on the lane. Yep. And do they have to do that every day? Um, yes, they do have to do it every day. Um, they even sometimes do it twice a day, pretty much like after youth league. Oh, really? Yeah, like they start applying new oil patterns since that they know that uh, the later hours are going to be a lot busier. Okay. And they want everybody to have clean oil. Got it. And so we should tell the audience that you are in a bowling league, right? Mm -hmm. So you're in a bowl, uh, youth bowling league. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably like one of the best uh, two-hander <laughs> bowlers in my league. Yeah. Um, the only ones that are beating me is uh, Branson, Jacob, and oh, yeah. Ian. So yeah, what I'm is like your average usually? Uh, my average is like 139. Pretty good. What's <laughs> your best score you've ever bowled? Um, It was like when I wasn't even in the league and I was still using house balls, but I got a 181. 
Gotta remember when we went bowling with Jesse. Yeah, that's insane, man. Yeah, and and I was like legit not even looking at the arrows. I was like (laughs) looking down at the floor. Yeah. And yet, I still, I kept the right amount of pace, and uh, I scored 181. Yeah, I remember that. That was impressive. Yeah, and and it wasn't even on our own lanes. Like I, um, when someone like came up to us and said like, "You can have our fries because we aren't gonna eat them anymore." Um, <laughs> I asked them if they can leave the bowling lane on, and they said yes, sure. Yeah pretty hilarious yeah um okay so oil patterns yeah uh so they oil the lanes every day yeah and sometimes twice a day yeah and and the crazy part is is that uh um they oil different lanes every day like sometimes uh when there's like a major uh tournament they sometimes just oil the ones very nicely for the players since that a lot of these players are like so good like like average 200 really yeah Yeah. and um and sorry about that noise it's just (laughs) dog critter critter anyways uh there's like different types of oil patterns such as like bear shark um cheetah yeah there's like a lot and each of them have their own oil length um, some can be short to like 35 and some could be long to 52. Okay. Um, can we go back just a little bit and talk about the pattern itself and why they call it that? Okay. So, all right, so why they call it that? Because, um, it's just kind of like how sharp it turns. So like wolf, wolf turns turns very sharp since that it's a little bit heavy okay so the pattern when they oil the lane does it like zigzag all the way down or does it just go in a straight line um some patterns uh, go in a straight line like Mm -hmm. just like the same amount of oil every time no Mm -hmm. matter what board you go to but some like some boards can be so lightly or dried that like if you ever try to bowl on them it would just inevitably just hook immediately and go into the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> but um but those but going middlewards, uh you'll find some uh, heavier oil and like more skid instead of roll. Okay. Oh, that's when you see the bowl kind of spinning or maybe sometimes where it just looks like it doesn't even move, but it's like <laughs> sliding down the lane. Yeah. Is that what you mean? It's kind of like the two... It's like the three steps. Um, I messed up the three steps last episode, but now oh. I know. Okay. Um. So, firstly, there's... Firstly, there's the skit, then the hook, and then the roll. <laughs> last time, I think I said, like, like skid, ro- like, roll and hook. I don't know. Oh, even, that's okay. But, we're all learning. Yep, we're all learning. Um. Okay, so the oil patterns... They can either be straight or they can kind of zigzag. There's yeah. also different thicknesses uh, across the width of the lane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they named them different names. Are they always based on animals? Uh, no. Sometimes they just name it that way because it's cool. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Do you like, have a favorite oil pattern? Uh, my favorite is just a house shot. Just regular Bolinelli uh, cleanness. Okay. Do different bowling alleys apply different patterns? Yes. Uh, well, they don't like apply like completely different oil, like just like PBA sign, like verified oils. Like they, they still do um, house oil, but sometimes they just do it in different lengths. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a super play where they have like forty free. 43 feet meanwhile at like kingpins it's like 45 okay so let's talk about that too so when you say different lengths what does that mean exactly so what what i mean is that the amount of oil that stretches through the 60 feet lane or let's just say foot okay that just sounds i don't even think i knew that so it from the foul line right where your toe can't cross all the way to the pins is 60 feet Yes. Okay. Sometimes so, you can even try to shoot 75 feet, which is legit past the uh, ball returner. Like, <laughs> how would, it, how would somebody that. shoot six, 75 feet? Um, by, uh, by being very consistent and uh, know where their mark is because they need to do that in order to get a strike 75 feet away. Whoa, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Are there 75 feet lanes? Um. Yeah, but there's even one that is 100 feet. Really? But that's not like regulation, is it? It is in regulation. Like, you have to be like, you have to be like luck. It's like, like by luck to get that 100 feet lane. Yeah, Yeah. that's a really long way to throw a bowling ball. Yeah, like, I don't even know I could even strike. Like, I would have to like, probably the oil is like best like 80 feet. And that is like 20 feet of dryness which is very long yeah um okay so uh so they don't oil the lanes all the way to the end yeah they don't they have is there like standards that they follow or is it just like the alley says oh we only want to go to 45 um uh there's there's like standards and like custom uh customs is basically the bowling alley does whatever it wants so the standards <laughs> that they put for the bowling alleys that are owned by like Brunswick or Storm, uh, uh-huh. the regulations are is that uh, it has to be house feet. It has to be a house, which is just like the usual bowling alley oil that you go to on okay. a on a weekly basis. Like the one that we're like, oh, let's do something this weekend. Let's go bowling. Like yeah. that one. Yeah. Instead of like the. Man, there's such a major competition. I have to win that $1 million. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Yeah. Do um, the Professional Bowling Association, the PBA? Yeah. Do they have a standard? Uh, No, they apply any oil they want. Really? Um, But it's only like in uh, competitions. But but even in uh, PBA leagues, like... They sometimes apply different oil patterns because it's kind of like a way to learn. Um, in in professional bowling, uh, you have to adjust to the oil. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't adjust and stay the same as you usually do on the house shot, then you're just going to get not get a strike at all. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, like, let's say this. If it was like a hand oil lane, 
yes, there is a competition that did uh, a hand oil lane, which is like basically the entire lane oiled. Really? All the yeah. all 60 feet? Yeah. Is that pretty hard to... Probably the probably the hardest lane <laughs> to throw on. Because really? Because you can barely get a strike. All you would get is a split. Oh. It's the king of splits. Because it's like slipping and sliding all the way down? Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, how do you know what type of pattern has been put down before a competition? Um, usually... It comes with like a sheet, which is uh, which tells like the oil length and uh, tips for you to adjust to. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's, so it's not like a surprise or anything. It isn't like a surprise. That's good. Like uh, some competitions, they put like uh, they manage to like visualize the oil, but that is like very hard to do. Like they need like very high. Uh, high technology uh equipment to do that yeah yeah and uh and uh, let me think so uh on the oil pattern on that sheet um there's like a difference to it uh you see how like some pba pros they see just black and white just like random uh shades of color on the lane and uh, uh pba pros who are new and didn't learn that from their league somehow. Uh-huh. Um, they usually just say like, "Oh, what is this? I don't know what it is." So they just like bowl the usual, and they didn't win at all. Like yeah. they get knocked out first because they're thrown in the gutter and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but how PBA pros uh, see it is the uh the darker, the more heavier it is. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But what were you gonna ask? I was going to ask if you, like, because I know you get a, like, practice time before a competition, right? Yeah. So you can kind of get a feel for how the oil pattern is laid down. Do yeah. professional bowlers also get that? Um, yes. Uh, usually in, like, just regular fun leagues, uh, they usually give you, like, 10 minutes of practice. Okay. But in PBA competitions, they give you uh, 30 minutes I don't even know how long they give you, but they definitely give you a long time. Yeah, 30 minutes seems like a long time, too. Yeah. Like, like I'd if probably it's... get tired after 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, I never get tired. I know. I've been bowling with you. You can go forever. Yeah, I, I probably... can go for about an hour, maybe, but I start sucking pretty hard at around... 45 minutes hey, you weren't that bad <laughs> thank you <laughs> just gotta stop hating on yourself yeah yeah i just like throwing the little kids balls the like the six pounders so i can see how fast <laughs> i can get it and last time like last time i know uh you throw it pretty dang fast <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay do you when you get that practice time and you start throwing do you are you able to tell what kind of oil pattern is there just by the way your ball reacts? Um, yes, uh, PPA pros know this, but uh, like ama- like amateurs or novices like me, uh, uh-huh. um, they really don't know. They just have to like adjust to the feeling. Okay. So like if like the ball hooks too much when I throw like the kind of like the five to one board and it hooked too much then like 
keep on moving like five boards left till you get to the pocket. Okay. Yeah. And when you say five to one boards, you're talking about those little arrows, right? That uh, are on yeah. the lane? Yeah. Each arrow uh, is equivalent to five boards. Oh, okay. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Cool. So, like, all... So, there's a start to, like, the, the 0.5 to one board, and all the way at the end is, like, where, like, the 45 to, like, 50 board is. And, and uh, if you throw it from that way on, like, a heavy oil pattern, then I'm going to consider you as insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are there different... Because oh, I learned this from you when we were looking for bowling balls. Yeah. That there are m- many different kinds. Yeah. And you have quite a few already. <laughs> yeah. Are I- there different types of bowling balls that are better for different types of oil patterns? Yes. Um, people tend to uh, buy the bowling balls that look the coolest. Kind of. That's what kind I would of, do. Totally. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> the exotic gem or like the regular gem. Like what those balls are pretty cool, but they are extremely strong. And it, what is I mean, it bad to have a strong ball? Um, it's bad to have a strong ball on like house, aka light oil patterns. Okay. Like house to light, um, because uh, the uh, those balls are like so dull that um, when when you try to uh, shoot it on like a regular house, it's just gonna hook too much. But uh, but it's all right if you just like try to adjust to it or if it's like a heavy or like fresh oil at your local bowling alley. Okay. So can we talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit more? The ones that look the coolest? Yeah. So those aren't necessarily the best. Yeah, they aren't necessarily the best, but they are extremely great balls for uh, different uh, competitions with... Uh, um, any different like heavy oil okay like, personally me i would put it in my ba- bag yeah yeah um what about somebody like me who's a beginner what kind of ball should i be looking for so what i recommend looking for is uh the uh, urethrin pitch black which is um which might sound pretty boring because it's just a ball that is black. Yeah, it's kind of like the classic bowling ball that you picture in your head, like from cartoons and stuff, right? Yeah, just like just a regular just black a regular bowling, bowling ball. ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of like back in the days where like it was just a uh, black uh, plastic balls or like rubber balls. Yeah. Um, you are much too young to know this, but do you, have you ever heard of a cartoon called the Flintstones? Oh, yes, I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Do you know about Fred Flintstone? Yeah, but I didn't watch his show. Um, so Fred Flintstone, he's a caveman. Yeah, who I know him. loves bowling and they bowl with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's not a good idea to bowl with rocks is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Like... If you want to get in trouble or if you just really want to hurt someone, then uh, bowl with rocks. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So as a beginner, you would look for something sort of simple. And you said polyurethane is, uh, is the material? Yeah. Polyurethane is definitely uh, a great material for beginners. Okay. Um, polyurethane is uh, perfect for um, 
both strikes and spares, but I recommend just getting uh, polyester since that it is perfect for spares. It's okay. Kind of, so, like, probably get, like, a T-Zone or um, raw ice. And those like, are the companies that make the bowling balls? Um, the companies that made the T-Zone is Storm. Is same same with the uh, raw ice. Or maybe it's, like, ice raw. I don't know. Okay, so those are models of, of different bowling balls. Yeah, um... Yeah, you can get such like cool names. Yeah, <laughs> you can get my T zone, which is very good for spares. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the actually that brings up another uh, question that I had. Yeah. Um, which was the different types of balls for different bowling scenarios? Because, <laughs> like I said, you have a how many bowling balls do you have now? Like six. I think so. Yeah. Especially since I just bought one. Did like, you? Yeah, remember? Where was I? Um, <laughs> oh, was like, the one that you bought from that other kid. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, the one that I bought from Ian. Right. Like, that ball was so good. Yeah. Okay, so you have six bowling balls, right? I think we're going to need more space. I think like space. six or seven. <laughs> but yeah, that is true. We're going to need more ball space. So what I've seen you do is you, you pack three bowling balls when you go to league. Yes. Um, so you have one for your first throw, mm-hmm. and then you have another ball for just spares? Yeah, which is, yeah, and the usual uh, ball that I pick out for, like, uh, heavy oils is uh, um, a Storm's Phase 3, and I throw it, like, extremely straight. Like, um, a bit of hook, but, like, straight, like, no... Like, no, like, hook type. Okay. Um, for the spares, I use a polyester, a.k.a. Plax, plasket, uh ball, which mm-hmm. is called a T-Zone. And this T-Zone is very, very good for spares. Um, as well as others, but I recommend T-Zone instead of any other uh, um, polyester balls because they're just better okay do you know what exactly makes it better for spares is Um, it that it spins more or less or curves more or less um it's based on the core like if you if you ever uh, are new to bowling alleys you just expect the bowling balls to be like just perfect spears like nothing inside yeah that's kind of what i if you actually like take an x-ray through a bowling ball you'll Uh actually see something like that is inside and you might ask like what the heck is that <laughs> it's, it's a skull yeah. <laughs> there's a skull in there it's the texan skull <laughs> from the last episode yeah <laughs> is that what's in there treasure no. <laughs> treasure in there gold okay let's not bring up the pirates of the caribbean <laughs> okay but um So there's a core is what you're saying in there. Yeah, there's a core and uh, there's like different types of cores. Um, uh, Some are some bigger ones tend to have more RPM. Um, The higher the RPM, the harder is to control, but adjusting will make it perfect. Okay, so that's how many times the ball actually spins as it's moving down the lane. Yeah, like. Uh, some PBA pros tend to go for 350 to 500 RPM, but some extreme uh, PBA pros tend to go like from 500 plus to uh, like 800 plus. Wow, that's a lot. I know, and 
I don't even know if that's even possible to uh, <laughs> bowl a perfect strike with that much RPM. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, I guess the only thing you'll get is just a Brooklyn, and that's it. What's a Brooklyn? A Brooklyn is where you strike the opposite side. And, okay. Uh, so if you're left hand, if you're uh, left-handed and you uh, go to the right, then you like strike on the right. That's called a Brooklyn. Oh, It's also the same for right-handed. It says vice versa. Okay. Yeah. That's actually something that we should save for the next episode. The the pins and when you knock them down, isn't there like different names for how spares are set up? Yeah, there's like the bucket, there's the 710, which is like the hardest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there's a little preview for the next yeah. time. So we'll talk yeah. about that in the next episode. Yeah. Um. Do you mind if I uh tell a little bit more before yeah, go this for ends? It. Yeah, let's All do right, it. So. Okay, so where should I begin? Oh, yeah. Different bowling alleys around the world. Okay, so, yeah, let's hear it. All right, so each country has its own standards. Um, where the standards are applied uh, basically to every bowling alley is just like the United States. Like, I don't even know if there's even that many Storm or Brunswick uh, um, factories in like any other country. <laughs> Except for, like, Canada or Mexico. But, uh, a country, like, random, uh, countries that are not well-known, such as, like, Mongolia, uh, they have their own standards. So, let me give a little, uh, let's get this a little straight. So, okay. So, in the, in a foreign bowling alley, like, a foreign, uh, country that you've never been to. Mm-hmm. So, let's take Poland, for example. Poland uh, has a little bit of a different approach. Um, Poland, uh, it can, like, apply its own standards. So you might not even know uh, the the oil from other than the oil in your country. Really? Yeah. So it sounds like Poland needs to get their act together. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they've been having too much Polish vodka. <laughs> <laughs> They're all drunks over there? <laughs> Wow, Johnny. Shots fired at Poland. I hope they don't listen to this over there. Oh, God. You're going to start an international incident. Well, I just start a war with probably like God knows how much people are in Poland. Yeah. So what you're saying is that there is no international standard for bowling alleys. Yeah. In particular, how they oil the lanes, right? Yeah. So... If do they do international bowling tournaments? Um, yes, they do uh international bowling tournaments, but only but only and only then that's where the standard is applied. That is the only time. No <laughs> nowhere else. So let's see. Um let's let's take a little uh example on a opening uh so uh, let me take uh the dubai opening for example which is in dubai um the pba um asked the uh the government of the uae aka the emirates um they asked to uh um please like let's do like a pba opening there um and and we'll give you We'll give you like some money if you could let us bowl there, and 
usually all every country says yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the countries that PBA uh, chooses are corrupt. Really? Such as the UAE. Wow, it sounds like soccer too. Yeah. <laughs> remember 2022 FIFA World Cup? Yeah, I think a lot of people yeah. remember. Screw Qatar. <laughs> okay. Yeah, shots fired at Qatar. Yeah. First... Look at you starting wars all over the place. <laughs> First Poland and now Qatar. <laughs> I mean, come on. Most of their population are immigrants. Uh, Qatar? Yeah, Qatar. Yeah. All right. I said Qatar. <laughs> um, did you know... Do you know what the bowling capital of the world is? Uh, bowling capital of the world? I yeah. really don't know. You've actually been there when you were a baby. <laughs> oh, is it? Are you ready? Is it San Francisco? No, it's Van Nuys, California. Van Nuys? Yeah, it's in Southern California. <laughs> yeah. And that's where my family is from. Nice. Our family, I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of interesting, huh? Yeah, that is kind of interesting. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't know that because <laughs> I was only a baby. How was yeah. I supposed to memorize that? Well, you can research that after we're done. <laughs> well, uh, you got well, you got shots fired at me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you, little guy. I think that's pretty good for our uh, part two of this. Yeah, part three. Yeah, part three. I think we have more to cover. Yeah, we always um, got more to cover. Like, yeah. bowling is such a huge part of history. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? Johnny did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you, little guy. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.